everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps, and we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. I'm going to start off today's address with a quote from um, the great um, progressive and um, liberal um, intellectual Gorbidal. And this quote is as follows. There is only one party in the United States, the property party, and it has two right wings, Republican and Democrat. There's a bit more to the quote, but I'm just going to leave it at that. And um, the reason why I sort of brought up this quote is because um, I saw this story out of Arizona, which, again, um, had had some new prohibition slash fake legalization sprinkled all over it. I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm pretty aware that Arizona is not a recreational state, but this logic still applies because... Um, there was a um there was a article in like a court case where um where I think s- some people sued the Arizona Supreme Court or they brought their case to the Arizona Supreme Court and um what what had happened is um one of the one or two of the people were using medical cannabis they were legal card carrying patients in the state of um Arizona and they used cannabis in their car and then they got in trouble and they got a misdemeanor charge. And the Supreme Court ruled against these people that sued, saying that, um, that you know, they don't have immunity to use cannabis, even if the car is parked and they don't have any intention of, par- of, of, of driving or anything or driving under the influence. They can still get in trouble by cops and get misdemeanor charges, according to the Arizona Supreme Court. And this is a problem because, as you know, you know, the the cost of everything is going up, you know. Like, 40-something percent of people don't have $400 for an emergency. 
So if that's the case, you have people that are, are, are renters and are long-term renters and aren't going to be able to afford a house anytime soon. And, you know, and because of that, they're at the mercy of landlords who often prevent people from using cannabis in their rental, even though they are legal card-carrying medical marijuana patients. You know, it's as if it's as if in this country, you know, we only want property owners to reap the benefits of legalization, whether it's for adult use or whether it's for um, medical use. And it's especially heinous when it's medical. You know, I've read I've read an article which I'm going to attach in the store at the end of this um, in the show notes about a California woman who um, got evicted from her federal subsidized housing in California because um, she was using medical marijuana. And as you know, in federal housing, in Section 8 housing and, you know, elderly um, subsidized housing, you cannot use because these these subsidized places get money from the federal government. And because they get money from the federal government, they have to prohibit federally controlled substances such as marijuana, regardless if a state has legalized for medical or adult use purposes. And you, you le- this leads to situations like this where people are getting charges even though they're, they have cards. And even though their state says it's legal and even though their doctor says they can use they can use cannabis as a medicine whenever they see fit to treat their symptoms, you're still having this applied unequally. You know, someone who owns a house is never going to get charges like this ever. But someone who's poorer, who's property-less, and who barely has enough to, to make ends meet, or like I just said, something like 40% of people can't come up with enough money for a $400 emergency. So if you can't come up with money for a $400 emergency, how are you going to come up with a down payment for a house to avoid these situations? Because again, you can't smoke in your car because these, these people learn the hard way that you can't. And, um, it's, it, again, it's like Jody Emery said from, um, from Cannabis Culture. She said she he calls modern legalization in, in the Western world fake legalization and new prohibition. This has that written all over it. So I'm going to read the article. I might or might not give my commentary on it. It's a very short article, and I don't want to keep this episode too long. So, I mean, it likely won't, but we'll see. So this is from the Associated Press, and I got it from abc15.com. And it says, Arizona court rules no medical pot immunity in parked cars. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona medical marijuana law does not allow smoking the drug in public places. And a court ruling says that people with state-issued cars entitling them to use cannabis don't have immunity in a car, in a car, in a parking lot. The Arizona Court of Appeals ruling Thursday affirms the misdemeanor convictions of two people caught smoking marijuana inside a car parked near Mesa Music Festival. The court rejected the argument by Matthew and Elena Tague that their medical marijuana cards provided immunity from prosecution and said they ceded their immunity by smoking marijuana in a public place. See, this is why I rail so hard about against these cannabis laws. Against these public smoking cannabis laws, again, it, again, it's like the road to the road to hell comes paved with good intentions. There's probably a very good intention in preventing the smell of smoke from people who have conditions and can can tolerate smoke. There's probably a very good intention with you know 
abiding by the clear clean air act and making sure people are not breathing in smoke that they don't tolerate so i i i can understand i can understand the logic but the way this ends up being applied since so many landlords prohibit cannabis use in the premise it ends up being applied here where you have these two people getting charges because they're using it in a public place again if these were if these were people who own their own house or they own their own condo they wouldn't be in this situation and i even know some people that own a condo and can't don't they own their own condo and don't feel they, they can smoke in their place you know they're having to do they're having to vape vape outside or use edibles or whatever i mean i can, I can i'm okay with that in a sense because like you know if I mean, at least you're allowed to do it outside the property or whatever, where a smoker can do it. So, I mean, I'm okay with a landlord doing that, but I'm not whole, I'm not okay with like wholesale banning on the premise. I'm I'm not okay with that. And we need to we we need to we can't stop fighting until we have legal protections. We have legal protections from employers and from landlords seeking to discriminate against us and seeking to punish us from using it in a public place. For example, if I were to, if I were to, if I had a, a a prescription with Mr. Sativa's name on it from my doctor, with 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 thir- a thirty count of oxycodone, I can take that in a public place. No one can do crap. There are no laws against it because it's a it's a legal prescription, and although it's although oxycodone is a, is, a, is a basically an opioid and a controlled substance in a sense. Because because it's 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 scheduled and it's legal and it's approved by the government, you know, a landlord seeking to ban oxycodone because they might because someone it might be a gateway to someone injecting heroin in their property and overdosing, someone something like that couldn't happen and it would would get struck down in any state, you know. Because again, um, opioids are legal if you have a legal prescription for it, and no one can. And a landlord or employer would have no leg to stand on if they were to discriminate against you for it. And I'm not going to stop until we have laws that are more fair and that prevent things like this from happening. I think there's only one more paragraph, so let's finish it. One judge on the panel cautioned that immunity still applies to a cardholder in a place that's traditionally private. Again, that's why I started with the Gore Vidal quote. Again, it's like America only cares about property owners. If you're not a property owner in this country, as as these laws show, you can kick rocks. You know, you don't have legal weed because your landlord can forbid it. And if it and if your job forbids it because of drug testing, because of federal drug testing or, or private drug testing for a private employer, you still can't use it. It's legal in your state, but you cannot use it. It's like that case in Colorado where a paraplegic man... Um, worked for direct tv and he 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 worked there for i think like a decade or something like that and he was very good and very awesome at his job and very reliable yet because but yet because direct tv drug tests and their national company and cannabis is illegal under federal law they feel that they can discriminate and you know the court side with, with the court sided with direct tv i think in colorado even Colorado that just to criminalize shrooms, you're having this, this shenanigans being pulled. But, um, let me finish the line. So one judge on the panel cautioned that immunity still applies to cardholders in a place that's traditionally private, such as a closed bedroom. Again, if your landlord prohibits you in your rooming house or your bedroom, 
or your mobile home, then you cannot do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. If you own a trailer and the, the trailer supervisor says, oh, you can't, I don't like cannabis or I, I don't like the people that do it and I don't want it on my property. You know, we have, we, in America, we deify small business owners and we deify corporations and give them Clark, carte blanche to do whatever they want to us. And that needs to end. And I'm, I'm again, I'm not going to stop fighting until these dumb laws are changed. Um, I, again, I don't want to keep this too long. So, um, as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace and fight tyranny, fight fake legalization, fight new prohibition. Peace out.